If you've spent any time on Instagram lately, you know that Reels is a feature you need to be using. But maybe you don't want to be doing song and dance and pointing in your Reels to grow your business. Well, my friend Tracy Harris was here from Australia in Nashville not too long ago, and she led me in a Reels workshop. And I will just tell you that what she taught me made it so easy for me that I've been doing almost a reel a day since then. And sometimes I'm getting five times the number of views on my reels than I have followers on Instagram. Do I have your attention? Well, I hope so, because in this episode, Tracy is going to share three different types of reels that we need to be doing in our business. One to grow our Instagram community, the other our email list, and then finally our buyers. And she's giving us some pretty practical ways that we can get started with reels, even if you've never done a reel before. So whether you're new to the reels game or you've been doing it for a while, this episode is for you. Plus, you're going to get to know Tracy, who has an incredible community. We're going to talk a little bit about the culture that she's built too. So dive on in because this is an episode you don't want to miss. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. All right, friends, I am super excited to bring to you my dear friend, Tracy Harris. So I've talked about Tracy on this podcast before because she runs an absolutely incredible community of moms in Australia. So if you're like, did she just say moms? They're called moms. It's because it is moms in Australia and she runs the Mums with Hustle community. Uh, Tracy is a seven figure business owner and she's a mom first, which I love that about Tracy. And I think we're probably going to talk a little bit about that today, about her heart for family first and building a business that actually is a lifestyle based business. But one of the things that Tracy is known for is Instagram. So if you aren't following her on Instagram, you need to do that. You can also listen to her podcast, the Mums with Hustle podcast. But what I want you to know about Tracy is that she is the absolute queen of Instagram. And I had the pleasure recently of being coached by her. So she was in Nashville here with me for our mastermind that we're a part of. And she did a little Instagram workshop on reels and actually got me doing reels. And I'm just going to say this. I've kind of done almost a reel a day since that workshop. And I'm just putting myself out there and doing it and seeing my Instagram audience and community grow, seeing my list grow from doing that. And so I'm like, Tracy, you have to come and talk to my community about this because I know so many of us are are hesitant to do reels. It's a new thing. It feels like you have to do a song and dance or something fancy. And Tracy taught me that it can be really simple and easy, but that it is something that we should be paying attention to if we want to grow our community. So Tracy, friend, hello. I am so happy to have you here. Oh, hello. I am so happy to be here. And what a beautiful intro. And it has been so cool to see you stepping into Reels and building your community that way, sharing more of who Shana is and connecting with the people in a way that is fun, creative, and really relevant for how people want to connect right now on Instagram. You know, the thing that I have found fun about it, Tracy, is that there there is no formula. Like there are strategies that you can use and frameworks that you can work from. But you gave me just a few tips and I was like, okay, we're just going to run with that. And so I've been doing like trending audio. I've been trying like stuff with my kids. I kind of right now I have this rhythm of balancing business reels with personal reels. And of course, my cute kids, they they outperform me every day. Uh, which is okay. But that's community building, right? That probably says a lot about your audience and also a lot about you. This iteration of Shana that we're seeing on Instagram is someone that is, when, when you share that personal content, it is sharing values. And so you naturally draw in people with a similar set of values. You mentioned for me, one of, well, my top value is family, you know, family first. And so I love that you are sharing that with your audience too, because that's just going to draw more of the, those beautiful souls and clients in. Well, good. I'm glad because I've got a few more of them already in draft. So I'm excited to get those, get those out there. But before we dive in, 
I want everybody to be able to get to know you just a little bit more. And so one of my favorite questions to ask is just, when you think about community and the different communities that you have been a part of in your life, is there one community that really stands out to you as something special? And tell us what that community was. And if you can, just some of the things that you feel helped you belong in that community and feel loved by that community. Yes. Well, I'm going to talk about life here because family first, life first, business second, I stand by that. So I'm not going to share a, a business community, even though I've been a part of many and I love them. Let's talk about life. And the first one that came to mind was a running club that I belonged to when I was a primary teacher. So yes, for the past, I don't know, since 2016, I've been a digital entrepreneur, but prior to that, I was a primary teacher and I loved it. And at the school, we formed a running club, which trained together after school hours at a different location every week. And naturally, guess what happened everybody? Well, I became a better runner because I was running <laughs> consistently. And when I think about why and the benefits of being in that community, it was that I had accountability. Even on those weeks where it was freezing cold or scorching hot, where I naturally want to find an out or an excuse for not going on my run, I, I would go because I was meeting a group of people for a purpose, a common purpose. And we would run together with each other and we would cheer each other on and we would take our time, keep our times each week and write it down on our time card. And we'd celebrate if someone, you know, beat their time even just by a few seconds or if someone found it particularly hard that week, you know, we'd be there to be like, oh gosh, like the body's an interesting thing. Like sometimes, sometimes that just happens. Like, you know, and we'd be there to to share that and normalize that experience. We were running, we, I was running with people that were older than myself. So some people's, uh, some of the students were running with us. So I'm talking like <laughs> that is so from fun. eight years old. Yeah. And beating me, by the way, like we would run a minimum, <laughs> we would run a minimum. No, we'd run between three kilometers and six kilometers, different styles of runs um, from hill sprints to tempo runs and all sorts of things. Uh, but yeah, it would be a mix of kids and a mix of parents, grandparents, and we'd get together and we'd do these runs. I was the only teacher come on teachers. I was the only one running <laughs> with the kids, but it was, it was phenomenal. And I became a better runner for it. And I truly believe it's because of the power of community. So that accountability, that meeting together for a purpose, the sharing of a common interest, the sharing of goals, celebrating milestones together and normalizing the hard parts of the process as well. So I love it. I miss them also. I'm no longer in it, Shana, and I am not, I am not a keen, well, an avid runner at the moment. And I think that that sums it up. Yeah, I, I really do. And this is, I talk about this a lot, this culture of progress, but you're touching on so many of these points, like accountability and celebration and a common cause. And we actually have, our town has this thing called the Nolansville Running Club. And we see them out all the time. And there's a massive amount of people that do this. And I'm like, I want to be a runner. I mean, I don't want to be a runner because I really don't want to run, but like I want to be a part of the club, you know, uh, it does have that mentality to it. So that's so fun that you mentioned that that is your favorite community. Okay. So I know that your favorite community now has to be your Mums with Hustle community. So I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about Mums with Hustle, who it is that you serve uh, in your community and what kind of programs you have. Well, the mum with hustle is that woman that really does believe and desire to hold motherhood and space and capacity for her to be an entrepreneur. Like she believes that she can do both. Uh, she challenges the status quo. We live in a society that is shifting, but probably not as fast as we'd like it to shift in terms of gender-based stereotypes in the household, in the family unit, what um, gender-based roles, like what does 
a good mum do in the home and, and all of that. So the mum with hustle is the person that is like, well, I can mother in my own way. Uh, and I can be a damn great mum, but also kick some really big business goals and create a freedom-filled life for myself and my family. Because at the end of the day, like I said, it is about life first, family first. It's about creating a business that honours your life by design. I'm not for the woman that wants to build her business at all costs. And when I say that, I mean it's not to the detriment of our health of our marriages and relationships or of, you know, not feeling like we're seeing our kids enough. Like that to me, that's not a healthy way of building our, building our businesses. I believe because I've done it through experience that our time limitations that we have as mothers, especially in the earlier seasons of motherhood can actually be our biggest strength. Because then when we do get that 20 minutes to sit down and power through some work or when that baby is napping and now we can record the podcast or do the thing or when we are in the season of working on our business in between school bells like we can get the hustle on and we can get the thing done because mindset issues like procrastination self-sabotage imposter syndrome like we don't have time for that when you're only presented with 20 minutes in your day, you do not have time to be slowed down by those sorts of things. You've got to get to work. So that's what the hustle is in our community. It's not that type of hustle where we're like, oh, you know, like never stopping, like success is like supposed to be hard and burning out. No, that's so I always like to talk about that, you know, that that's what the hustle is in Mums with Hustle. So some people may be nodding and like, yeah, that's me. I am growing my business with the purpose of more life, more freedom, more family time, more flexibility, more economic power for myself as a woman, as a mum, because when that happens, then I can create more opportunity and change for myself, for my children, but for future generations of women. Like we're creating generational change when we are mums that are changing the narrative and the paradigm of what it is to be a mum and have a business. So we are like, we're moving forward together and we're change makers. So that's the mum with hustle. I hope I explained that enough. You explained it beautifully. And what I love about it is if you hear, if everybody listening is listening to Tracy right now, that's culture. She's talking about the cause of her community. She's talking about the culture. We're going to touch on those in uh, just a little bit, but like the cause and the culture, you guys have heard me talk about this so much. She's not saying like, I help moms 35 to 40 build their business using Instagram and courses and memberships. That's not, that's not it. And that's what sets you apart, Tracy, is that you are so um, connected and not just, it's not just like lip service for you. And I know this because we're good friends, but uh, you live this life. You have truly built a business with your life as a priority. And I know that's a big heart thing for you as to why you've done that. And we we connect on that subject a lot because, you know, I've lost three of my four siblings. And so just having this heightened awareness of the fact that like, no, actually life is really short and the things that the world tells us matter really don't matter as much. So let's build a business that is built around our life and that enables us to spend more time with the people we love doing what we love. So can you talk just a little bit about, um, because I think it is really unique in the online marketing space to come with that perspective in mind and not just talk about it, but to actually live it. So can you talk just a little bit about that mindset and intention around your business? Yes. So thank you also for asking and allowing me to share because it does come from lived experience and from pain and loss and grief. So my own dad died of cancer quite suddenly when I was 17 years old. And it just hit our family like a freight train. Like we were so shocked at that diagnosis. One day, everything was so normal in our household and family. And then the next day, he had this diagnosis with a prognosis of surviving for six months. He was 46 years old when he died, you know, leaving behind a wife and four children. And I just, I look at my mum and I just think that is so unfair. Like no one marries their best friend thinking that they're only going to get a short 
amount of time with them. And I vividly remember the two of them standing in the kitchen, having these big life dream sort of conversations. Things like one day when we're celebrating our 25th anniversary, we will take a cruise around the Caribbean. I remember them saying that for years and years and years. Well, they didn't make it to that anniversary. And I'm so blessed that I have a husband, a man in my life that truly is values aligned. And and he was my boyfriend at the time. Like we met in high school. So and you guys are just so cute. <laughs> Tracy and so, Carl. Oh, I love it. But I think Carl got to witness that. He got to witness our whole family experience shift with dad's diagnosis and then passing away. And so it's something that he saw and felt to his core as well. So we both are on the same page when it comes to, well, what if we could create a life and a business where we were experiencing kind of like a mini retirement every single week? Or what if the trip that we want to do for our 25th anniversary actually was brought forward into right now in the present day? Like, how can I make that be possible? And a classic example of how we did that is to even stretch ourselves with our own honeymoon. So we got married at 23. I don't know if I ever told you this. And we went to the Maldives. Like we splurged. We, on paper, you would think that we actually could not afford this. Like we didn't have a car. We had a brand new mortgage. We had a house that had no furniture. But we went to the Maldives and got the overwater bungalow Oh, it's on my bucket list, Tracy. You're speaking my language. It's on the bucket list. But what if you brought that into the now? So we did and we just trusted. It's like, you know what? We could have bought a car and a really nice one with that amount of money as these newlyweds or furnished the house. But we chose to do something that like gave us those excited epic feels. And we were like, we want to experience the Maldives as our honeymoon because we don't know how many of these kinds of holidays and opportunities we're going to have with each other. And in this current form of our bodies being this physically fit and this youthful, we're literally going to have a different experience of the Maldives now compared to maybe in 20 years or 25 years when we're celebrating some epic wedding anniversary milestone. So we brought that forward. Um, And so we try to live like that. And with the women that I mentor, I'm always asking them like, where is this leading? You know, and with the, with the community that I'm attracting into my world through Instagram as that primary place, I'm always using my content strategy to really draw in and speak to those people that are the right fit for my community and for my programs. And I encourage every business owner to do that. So it's putting your values out there and attracting those that type of person. So once they're in my world, they can go and choose which one of my programs is the next best step for them in their business journey. But the pre-qualifier is their values and their desire for creating a life by design, valuing life first, family first. Like that's the ideal client for me. And I would say if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I don't really know what my values are, what my culture is. If you go back to episode two of this podcast, that's the entire episode is on culture. And how do you get really clear on those those beliefs and how does that impact your boundaries that you have uh, in your community and in your business? And you guys have set really intentional boundaries around only working a few days a week. And I just love that. And and how I see this coming out is on your Instagram. So on your Instagram, I I don't ever feel like, oh, that's like Tracy being inauthentic. It's just you and your life and your values on display and reels, I feel like has really given you the platform that you needed to showcase that more creatively. And when I see your reels, I just think Tracy is having so much fun. And when I witnessed you like doing video recording for reels. We were in Nashville. I'm like, Tracy is having so much fun. And she literally does not care what anybody thinks. You're just showing up fully for your community 
and connecting with them through reels. So let's talk about reels just from a basics perspective. Like, I don't want to assume that anybody even knows what an Instagram reel is. So can you give us just like the talking to a third grader? What is a reel? Why is it so important to Instagram? And then I know you're going to share with us the three types of reels that we need to be doing to make sure that we're growing our community on Instagram, on our email list and our community of customers and buyers as well. Yes. So in a nutshell, Instagram reels is one of the ways to create and publish content on Instagram. It's the latest way as well. And the reason that you keep hearing about it is because it is the fastest way to build a community of aligned customers and clients on Instagram at the moment. It's video based. So I know Instagram stories is video based. You can go live on Instagram. So you could say that's video based. You could post a video in your feed as a video post. So that's video based. But a Reels is a short form video that can be paired with music and or text to really just show up in a more creative bite-sized way. And Instagram have come out and said that nine out of 10 Instagram users prefer video-based content. So just that right there, uh, I, I really want everybody to lean in and listen to that because if you are resisting video in any way, shape or form, then you really are not showing up in full force in the way that the next level version of you and your business and your clients and customers fully need you to show up like you're hiding. We can't be showing up as though reels don't exist anymore. So short form video, they can go up to one minute in length, but just because they can be up to one minute doesn't mean we even need to use the full minute. They could be five seconds, seven seconds long. It's just a short form video piece of content. So that's all. <laughs> it's interesting because while you were sleeping over in Australia, Adam, the spokesperson for Instagram, announced that they're now going to be doing 90 second reels. And they are also going to be taking the interactive features that you can do in stories like polls and that sort of stuff and adding that to reels now so you can interact with reels. So if that doesn't tell you, I think he announced a whole bunch of changes and, and features that they've added and all but one of them were features for Instagram reels. So if that isn't telling you, right? Yeah, I've got an episode coming out with all of these reels updates um, because yeah, it's a lot. And the fact that they're putting so much emphasis and all of these updates like that is telling you it's not going anywhere. It's only becoming more important and more relevant for all of us as business owners to reach our people in that way. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. Okay, so talk to us about there's three different types of reels that we need to be doing. And so talk to me about what the those three different types of reels are, what the purpose of each of them is. And then we'll talk a little bit about after that, about for those of us, <clears throat> me being one of them, uh, that are a little hesitant, right, to get started with reels. Like, what's the advice that you would give to just sort of get us off our butt and get us going? But let's. What's the first type of reel, Tracy, that we need to be doing? Okay. Well, I just want to share straight away. If you're like ready to dive in and just start showing up on Instagram in a way that you feel really proud of, in a way that is not you hiding, in a way that is magnetically attracting your community of ideal clients and customers, then. I've got a resource. So I just want people to go to tracyharris.co slash reels. You can download that as we speak, but listen up because specifically there are three types of reels that every business owner needs to be creating. So the first one is the reels that builds your Instagram community. We always need to be growing our online presence and growing our community with the right type of people. 
So I shared earlier about the culture behind our brand and the values of the people that I truly want to connect with and serve. It's those sorts of reels that we want to be creating at that level. So the reels that grow our audience or the reels that grow our community on Instagram need to have people self-select almost like, oh, I, I connect with that. So when Shana shares things about homeschooling, oh, I'm a, I'm a homeschooling parent. Okay, I'm going to lean in and listen to what she's sharing. Or, you know, if you're sharing about your faith, then some people are going to go, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that when she speaks about God. Okay, that's not for me. So they're bouncing out of there straight away. And that's okay. So putting out reels that communicate who we are, common interests, common pain points, common experiences that we have and our audience has is naturally going to attract people into your world. So what can you do in terms of short form video creative using reels that shares those values, pain points, experiences with your audience? And then I want you to pair it with a call to action that invites them to follow. That's really important. So if you're wanting to build your community and grow your audience and you need to tell people the next step, which is follow for more or follow if. So really putting that in there as well. Otherwise people are just gonna watch it and like and think, oh, that was really great and not actually take that next step. So the call to action is important. Uh, I've been failing on that one, Tracy, but I'm adding it now, yes. I've not been doing a call to action. I see other people do it. And I think sometimes I'm just like, well, duh, that's obvious. But I teach people all the time. Don't make assumptions. You need to tell people exactly what you want them to do. Like, that's literally what I teach in my programs, <laughs> telling people how to run their communities and I'm not doing it myself. So thank you for that reminder. And I love it because I think so many of us, especially, you know, um, people who are just in the social media world, like we tend to just record life. I, I, I like I don't care if my kid is like playing in mud in the backyard or if I'm, you know, going out to lunch with friends. I'm I'm taking photos. I'm taking video and you can use those pre-recorded photos and videos to make these Instagram reels. Like it's not like something you have to sit down and be like, OK, I am ready to do the reel. You can look at your camera roll and do a compilation. Yeah. A yes. compilation sort of like put together a series of mini clips. It doesn't have to be this whole big production. And I think as soon as we let go of that belief or that idea, that's really, that's comparison syndrome. That means you've been scrolling on reels and you're seeing like all these creators do really cool dance moves or really sick transitions or fashion bloggers getting changed 50 times. You know, now the hair is a different way or someone pointing around doing all the things and you are making it mean that that is the only way to show up. Like you've created your own definition or narrative around what a, a Reels has to look like for you. And it's simply not true. It can be as easy as, you know, going to your camera roll, finding a video of a moment that was fun for you um, and putting some music behind it with a call to action underneath. Like it could be that simple. And one of the things that I've been doing, and I think this is something you mentioned, is I, I was in the habit of doing stories. And I think a lot of people got in the habit of doing stories and not doing reels. You know, if reels felt different, it felt more permanent. Stories felt like private. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of hidden. It's kind of here and then it's gone. It's no big deal. Whereas reels, of course, when people came out with all those transitions and things, it felt like it needed to be done well. And I've actually just been saving stories that I was creating and then thinking like, oh, that can just be a reel. So if you're somebody who does stories, save your stories and then you can literally upload those as a reel as well, just to get yourself started. So, okay, the first one is reels to grow our Instagram community. And we wanna make sure we have that call to action to follow. So tell me about the second one. So the second one is reels to grow our email community. Because the only reason any of us as business owners are on Instagram, truly, is to connect and then convert our community into being paying clients and customers. Because you're not a business if you don't do that at the end of the day. 
So we're not on Instagram to just be popular. We're there to be profitable, to serve, to make a difference with our work. And, you know, Instagram is brilliant as a part of the top of our marketing funnel. It creates the pipeline of how people end up working with us. So the next best step after them following us on Instagram is for them to join our email list. And I am huge on organic Instagram strategy. I do believe that there is a place for paid ads, but I, I, I grew a multiple six figure business before I ever did my first paid ad. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that. And I also believe that more people can lean into that too. Like a warmer audience, an organic audience converts faster and they're just beautiful clients and customers to have. So your biggest fans from your community on Instagram, your lifers, your loyalists, like those people are going to want to hear from you in a more intimate setting and on a more regular basis or in a deeper way. And you can do that by getting them on your email list. So that's the second type of reels that I want people to start thinking about and start creating with intention. It is the reels that grows your email community. So if you have a freebie or some sort of incentive that makes people want to jump on your email list, makes people go, oh yeah, here's my email address. I invite you into my sacred inbox then creating a reels about that particular freebie, whether it is a free call that you offer or a free PDF download, creating a reels about that, again, paired with a call to action that tells them, book your free call here or click the link in my bio to grab the download or drop an emoji in the comments and I will send you the link to the free guide in the DMs. So letting them know that there is a next step to get on your email list and what is the freebie. So yeah, that's the second type of reels. Grow the email list, peoples. Yeah, and I think that's really helpful because it gets me thinking even now, one of my uh, list builders is my connection ideas guide. And it's just really simple. Like it, it literally is 70 plus uh, different ways that you can connect with your community because that's one of the questions I always get asked. Like, how do I create more engagement? How do I connect with my community? And so I teach the strategy of it. And then I'm like, and here's a list of 70 ideas. Just go pick one and start. But I, I can think about talking about a couple of those in reels and like sharing a couple of those in reels and then letting people know. And there's a lot more where that came from, you know, put a Put an emoji in the comment. Yeah, grab the guide. So that's so great. Okay. And I'm also feeling a little like, huh, in my Instagram profile, I link people to my podcast. But really, if I'm really smart about it, I need to be linking people to my email list, not my podcast, because my email list sends them emails about my podcast. So inevitably, they're going to get there. But at the end of the day, what I really want is for them to be on my email list. Yeah. So you can make that change. And I change mine seasonally. So at the time of this recording, I've opened up my Instagram membership for mums in business just for two days, just two days. Anyone that wants in can just jump in. So that is the link in my bio at the moment. But after that, it's going to go to either a list builder, like a freebie, or over to my website, which is where people can listen to my podcast. But also on my, if it is just the general website where they can listen to the podcast, I usually have some sort of pop-up on there for people to grab some sort of freebie as well. Okay, good. So first one, build our Instagram community. Second, build our email community. The third one is what? Build your customer community. So some people freak out when you use the word sell. And sometimes you'll hear me say, create reels that sell. But we don't need to feel icky about that word selling because we know that everybody in this community and certainly in my community comes from a place of serving first. So selling is just giving someone the invitation to take the next step or to solve their problem or to do something about 
whatever it is they're wanting or desiring. It's an invitation and that's all it is. And we need to be creating reels that actually position our offers and tell people how we can help them. Or, you know, if you're experiencing X, Y, and Z, then this is your invitation to change that or to step into the next level. Join the X, Y, Z here. And so again, giving that call to action is really important. And I like to, doesn't matter if it's the reels that build your customer community, reels that grow your email community or reels that grow your Instagram community. It doesn't matter which one. When it comes to the call to action, I want everybody to be putting it on the video itself, utilizing the text tool and in the caption, because we can't assume that people are even going to read our caption. So let's put it in both places, but it is more of the direct invitation to buy now or purchase or take the next step or join the thing before it closes. Um, And it can be super direct like that, but it could also be a little softer. So I clearly own a membership. I know lots of people listening to this podcast do, or maybe you're a course creator Just imagine if you were to sit down and write uh, welcome notes or love letters or cards to everyone new that joined your program. You could very easily set up your camera, hit the time-lapse feature and just create a video of you sitting down, pen in hand, sitting at the desk or on your floor, signing these cards or writing these welcome notes that paired with some music that evokes the feeling of these people are up leveling and I'm so there for them. I'm so excited, like welcome to my community. I'm so proud of you. You just did a big thing. Like find a piece of music that conveys that mood and that feeling. Use the text tool that says what you're doing, like welcoming all of my new amazing members and writing each of them a personalized love note. Pair it with the call to action of there's still time. I'm still holding space for you. You can still join this community, you know, link in bio. Like it doesn't have to be the slick transitions, the outfit changes, the 18 year old dance moves, like, you know, and if that's you, amazing. Just lean in and do what's you, Um, but yeah. We need to be showing people our offers, how we can help them, how we can serve, and then making the invitation for them to actually step into the thing that they are desiring. And that is the reels that build our customer community. You know, one of the things that came to mind when you were talking about this, because I I love writing notes. I write handwritten notes to people all the time. I've and received my one. Yes. I kept it. It's in my special like love notes box of just treasured. I, I, I can't part with it, Shana. Oh, it was so good. I it just I I do think there's just it's a little bit of a pattern interrupt. There's just something special about knowing somebody took the time to handwrite you a note and I, I love that. And what I, what I hear you saying is in my, in my mind, I will have the thought of my life is so boring. And I hear people say that all the time, especially moms who are building a business from home. My life is just so boring. You know, I see all these young people on Instagram there, um, you know, jumping into pools and doing all this crazy stuff. And in these cities, it's like me and my children in this house all the time. And I'm like, I don't think I've wash my hair in five days. Maybe I haven't even walked to go get mail from the mailbox. But it is those more mundane things of life that we think are boring because we do them all the time. But people want a peek inside of our life. They want to see what you're doing. They want the behind the scenes because it does build connection and it does make you seem like more of a human and they can relate to it. I think there's something to be said about being somebody that others can relate to and not always being some someone that people feel like they need to aspire to. I think there's a balance of both, but that's just convicting me. And, and for me, when I look at it, I'm like, you know what? I do have this thought that I need to work on that. My life is boring. My business is boring. Like I'm, I'm on client meetings. Like there's not a whole lot to share, but with my clients, I see what happens 
with them when they let people in behind the scenes on what they're doing. And actually one of my clients, she does, she does amazing coaching calls. She does course training. She does Q and A. She does all this awesome stuff. And Tracy, do you know what her most popular call is every month? It's a behind the scenes where she like just talks about like what's in her closet at the time or like what she's doing, like putting on makeup for date night or lifestyle, just everyday real life stuff. It's her life. And um, so, yeah, I just think that is so good. And I love um, this. You talking about selling. If you've been in my community, you know, I talk all the time about like you're always selling and not necessarily a program or a product. But selling is just the act of changing behavior in other people. And for us, we know if you you wouldn't have a program if you didn't think that it was going to change the lives of those that are in it. And yet sometimes we hold on to it like it's a secret in a box that you've got to like, you know, go and have the special code to find out about it. But we're withholding from people who need us. And so I I need to do more of this myself. And so I'm just encouraging all of us to be more open with our offers, more open with getting people on the wait list, even when you aren't selling and really finding that balance between the things that are the connection content, the things that are the freebies, getting people on our list, and then making sure that we're serving the business too and serving those um, community members that are ready to go to a deeper level with you that we're giving them that invitation and that opportunity like you talked about. Yeah, well, that's why they're following. They're following because somewhere in them is this desire for change or for an up level or for a problem to be solved or for a need to be met. And we are doing a disservice if we never tell people about the thing and of course, how to get it. People are busy. And so (laughs) we just have to tell them, you know, we can't suggest, we can't send subliminal messages. Uh, and just hope that people know to click the link in your bio and then go to the menu and then find where it says courses and membership and then, you know, opt in and like, oh my gosh, don't make it so hard for the people. Just tell them what it is that you have, how it can help them and how they can get it. It's that simple. Like that, that in and of itself could be a formula for your next reels that builds your customer community. Yeah. So good. Okay. So three types of reels that we want to do. We want to be doing reels to grow our Instagram community and having that call to action to follow. The second one is the reels to grow our email list, having the call to action for whatever that freebie is on the email list. And then finally, the reels to grow our customer community, making sure we have the call to action to get on the wait list or to purchase whatever our products are. So, um, okay. If I'm just getting started with this and I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed by it all, what is the advice that you would say to me to just help me get over the hump of producing that first reel, which I feel like it's the same sort of anxiety and sweats that people used to break into when Facebook Live first came out and you had to like... I think a lot of people still have that anxiety. Oh, right. Like you (laughs) hit that red button for the first time and it's like, ah. I don't know about this. So what what would you say to somebody that just needs to get over the hump and like create the first reel? Honestly, just to prove to yourself how much more reach you will have by sharing a basic piece of content through this particular form, that sometimes is the trigger for people to be like, okay, wow. Yeah. Okay. This is instantly reaching more people. So even if you talk a static image as in a photograph that was Instagram story size, because that's the reels size as well, the nine by 16. And you uploaded that as a reel, hit the music tool, type in the name of your favorite song. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. Instagram's also going to suggest some popular songs there. Just pick one and don't use the text tool. Don't do anything fancy. Just post the picture with the music, write your caption as you normally would, and just share it, publish it. And you will see the instant difference between sharing that static image as a post versus as a reels. And that's it. Like that'll be enough said. So if you've never, your face doesn't even have to be in it. I don't care. I just want, 
people that are at that level with the anxiety, it's like, we don't have to just rush into something. We can grow into something. So just that would be your first step. But if you've already done that, if you've already done a couple of reels, you just have not shown your face, then your next step is to either do what Shana said, go into your Instagram stories, download a couple of talking head clips from your stories and repurpose that as a reels. Or just open the reels interface, speak direct to camera. Don't put music behind it. Do put music behind it. Don't really care. Be the talking head and put that out there. And I would encourage you to make that video be just you saying hi to your audience and just letting them know who you are, grateful for everyone following. This is what you're about. Follow if you resonate with that or if you're, you know, building a business like this or whatever the call to action is. Speak to your audience. I'll leave it there because I feel like a lot of people have not done that. Like that would be a very, sometimes we want to hide behind the, the text on our reels and the music or the lip syncing. But I invite everybody to do the talking head reels where you introduce yourself to your audience, maybe ask them to tell them something about you in the comments or follow or whatever call to action you want. But I think that that's a big one for us. And it's not, it's not a type of reel that we only need to do once. We actually need to do that one like regularly, often, because hopefully our community is growing. So there's new people to meet. Yeah, new people all the time. And especially if you're doing reels, because you you alluded to this, Tracy, but I have gotten like 5x the number. Okay, so five times more views on a mm -hmm. reel than I have followers, like mm -hmm. within 30 minutes of mm -hmm. posting a reel. And <laughs> it, it, I, I don't have very many followers. So like, well, I, I guess it's all relative, but you know, uh, but I, you know, having 2,500, I think at the time followers on Instagram, and I think I had 14,000 views on this one reel in 30 minutes, and it just happened to be random, which is why I think getting in the habit, you know, start, but then just getting in the habit. And some of my reels, they have 700 views and some of my reels have 15,000 views. Yeah. But not being attached to that. Like, yeah. And I don't know why. And I really don't care because. I just know I'm going to put another one out tomorrow and we're going to see what happens with that. Um, Tracy, this is so good. I, I just love the way that you are able to take something that feels confusing and overwhelming, but that we all know we need to be doing. And all anybody is doing is just shouting at you and saying, you should be doing reels. You should be doing reels. But you actually break it down to make it very practical, feel very manageable and easy to do. And you've given all of us, I think, even me, some really clear next steps to start leveraging Reels to grow our community. So I'm very grateful for that. Hey, friend, if you have an online program, you know the importance of having customer success stories and testimonials. Well, what if I told you I have a proven system that will help you unlock more stories from your program and keep them organized in a way that will allow you to have the right story for the right person at the right time? I want you to go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out. And when you're there, use code creators to get a special discount for being a podcast listener. All right, back to the episode. Oh, you're so welcome. And that truly was the intention I set before our conversation. Like I just want people to walk away feeling like, okay, I can start. So whether it's sharing the static image, whether it is being the talking head, saying hi to your audience, like just start, start where you're at. And I'd actually love people to, you know, forward their reels to me. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say is do it and then send it or even tag mums with hustle, right? On Instagram, because I, I know Tracy is so good at building community on Instagram. She's often sharing other people's content and her stories and highlighting people that are following her methods and her strategies. So do that, go ahead, post your reel, share that reel to your stories, Tra tag Tracy Mums with Hustle and tell her I did it. I did what you told me to do so that we can celebrate you. And so that's definitely one way to connect with Tracy. Tracy, tell them again where they can get that reels guide, because I think that's going to take this concept 
make it you know uh, even more practical for them if they can get that guide Yes. So at the moment, I do have a free reels guide. It's not going to be available forever. And it is uh, being scooped up by a lot of business owners at the moment. Um, So that reels guide is really helping my newbies get started with content ideas that are specific to business owners wanting to grow their Instagram community, see more engagement from that community grow your email community through Reels, and of course, build your customer community through Reels. So to grab that one, it is tracyharris.co slash Reels. I do not have an E in my name, Um, but I'm sure you'll pop that in the show notes. It is T-R-A-C-Y-H-A-R-R-I-S, tracyharris.co slash Reels. So go and grab that one. And again, either tag me in the reels or forward your reels to me so I can say, hey, oh my gosh, I'm so, so proud of you. Uh, or if you download the freebie, take a photo, take a selfie with it. Or you and a little boomerang, like show me that you downloaded it, that it's in your hot little hands, share it on your stories, tag me. I will reshare it to my stories. I love doing that. They should do the signature Tracy Harris shimmy if they do a boomerang. I was visualizing a shimmy, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it now. Tracy teaches all of us like the little, the little shimmy. I love it. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and definitely make sure to follow Tracy's podcast as well. Mums with hustle, because she's sharing Instagram strategies and tips for growing your business and a lot more about uh, the lifestyle business that she's building, which I would love to have you back sometime, Tracy, just for us to geek out on what it means to build a lifestyle business and how you and Carl have really intentionally done a beautiful job of that. Cause I know we talk about that a lot. And I think that's a conversation that we both want to bring to the forefront more. So I think we should definitely do another episode at some point on that. Oh, girlfriend, you have me back. Like whenever you are ready, I am there. I will bring my cup of tea or my coffee and like we can have like that real rich conversation about that because I'd love to see more people um, leaning into that side and honoring that side as well. Me too. Well, I know you have been a a friend to me and an encouragement to me in that area of life. So Tracy friend, I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And everybody make sure to go to tracyharris.co slash reels, snag that guide before it is gone. And we'll see you in the next episode. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review, letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.